0: Every day I'm hustling, hustling, bustling hustling hustling hustling, 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 Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm hustling. Day
1: I'm up, Welcome to a cigar hustlers podcast, where we take a closer look at the people of the cigar industry with your host Mike and Mike. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Mike too. And this is a Cigar Hustlers Podcast. Not in stereo today, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm working on other things. Womp womp.
2: <laughs> we have a special guest with us today, one Jack Tarano. Jack is a good friend of ours. <laughs> Uh, a good, good, uh, good friend of of cigar hustler, and um, he's been putting up now with our shit for uh, for quite some time. So say hi, Jack. Jack's an all around good egg. Jack is a good egg. <laughs> hi, guys. So Jack is actually part of a sewing circle down in Miami. I don't know if anybody knows this, but in, in uh, Caribbean Cigars, if you know, if there isn't a rumor going on by 1230, they'll be sure to start uh, one yeah, for you. Yeah,
3: yeah, we. it's had a few different names. Uh, it was FTG. FTG? It was Fuck That Guy for a while. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we uh, decided to make it the, um, the the sewing circle, because it's just a bunch of guys in the industry around. and. You know, it's usually on a Monday night, so if you're in the cigar industry and your ears are ringing on Monday night, you know you know where it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the core guys that are in that group? Hector Alfonso, right. Espinosa, Alfredo Cruz, right. the, the broker. Uh, Mike Dennis occasionally makes an appearance. Pete Hernandez. Uh, when, when Pete and Steven uh, make an appearance, it's just everybody's ears are ringing there all bets are off and then alan alan schumanner is the the ring who just sits by and, and just shakes his head at what is spoken what? we had a special guest appearances we had a special guest appearance by steve Saka a couple weeks Ooh. ago Oh,
1: he well, was in town
3: yeah yeah we, we brought had him on the show did you yeah nice
1: very nice he was everywhere for about a week so what's really funny about
2: <clears throat> what's really funny about the uh the Caribbean cigars is whenever I'm in close
3: to Miami, I always try and get. And it it. coincides when I'm out of town,
2: right? Yeah, he does that on purpose. Well, just Mm -hmm. nothing for nothing, but you're the fucking world traveler, bro. You are out of town every single day. That's
3: what they call me, out of town Jack.
2: So, like, I mean, give us a a, a
3: quick rundown of where have you been the past three weeks? I've been to Washington D.C., West Virginia, Virginia, Texas, Dallas, and Houston. I've been. To mm-hmm. Alabama, right? Wow, always uh, moving, always moving. Into North Carolina, right. which is Charlotte to Charleston to Asheville. Uh, How many times you go home in those in that stint? You know, usually the travel time is about three, maybe four days a week. Okay, so so
2: that but that's still a shit ton.
3: But a few, well, a few of them have coincided with, and it's nice when I get to come home on Friday. Right. But there was two- or three-week period where I was coming home late Sunday. Right. So I like to spend a little time with the wife, even though, you know, I got her convinced that absence makes a heart grow fonder. <laughs> right. And uh, I repeat that, that phrase often at often. the house. Well, Either, that, I mean... Sew
1: it on a pillow.
2: The majority of cigar events have to happen on a Friday or Saturday night, no?
3: Well, t- oddly enough, up north, I don't know, I don't do a lot of events in South Florida, um, but up north... Uh, Thursday night seems to be the go-to night. Really? Yeah, a lot of guys will come out to that event on Thursday night and really support whoever's there. And then come Friday night, a lot of these people, and especially in big cities or near big cities, they they uh they live out in burbs, Okay. And they got to get home to their family after work on Friday.
2: I mean, with the exception yeah. of like Jungle Gyms in Ohio. What a great place, would, man! Yeah, it's a
3: pretty cool place. I, and I left that event. I, I did an event at Jungle Gyms. Um, the keysgate or whatever they call it whatever that their newest newest location mm-hmm. and uh i liked this in the event miguel miguel chodell told right. me you know you should check out the store i was gone for like an hour and a half oh yeah, man, man. it was insane yeah
2: it the first s- first time i went there i parked in the front I didn't know yeah. anything about the entire store and like I had to you had to literally walk all the way around the entire store to get to the cigar area. Yeah. So it was a it was a pretty good experience. Or you park in the back and you're right there. Yeah, that made the second time I was there I parked in the back. <laughs> but you know, hey, I got the experience <laughs> the store. And I didn't, I didn't know shit about shit. Uh you know what's funny is that was miguel now in crown i feel like i got to meet miguel at actual jungle gyms when he did an event mm-hmm. but before when he came in, in from the show the into this store representing you know the other brands it, it was just so formal and like this you know yeah this fucking i don't even know you know but then when i got to meet him afterwards i'm like dude i feel like i finally met miguel for the first time
3: yeah miguel miguel's funny because you know we all we all came to, to i think one of the first times i came here was with miguel and actually, it wasn't. I, ca- I came here a lot before before Miguel now that I and I remember that correctly, and I kept trying to get you guys to bring in Duran and bring in yep. Duran and bring in Duran. And then oddly enough, and Miguel had nothing to do with it, you guys happened to pull the trigger on bringing in Duran the day i brought miguel here and to this day miguel tells everybody it was him he takes all the credit it was all because of me he takes all the credit.
2: well you know i'm gonna back that story 110 percent of the devil because of miguel
3: <laughs> without saying
2: you know i mean for sure
3: i'll take that all right
2: so um i stuck you with a
3: lot of merchandise i'll take that yeah,
2: yeah we still have some if you're interested Buy two Taranios, a Duran 3. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so, what are, are we all smoking, or am I the only one smoking? No, no, we're all smoking. All uh, right. This is the shameless plug section of the uh, the show. So, what do we Okay, all so,
3: Mike, who's Mike 1 and Mike 2? Uh,
1: he can be 1, I'll be 2. The answer okay. is yes. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> Mike 1 is smoking the Exodus 50 year. Okay. It was the number 12 cigar, cigar aficionado, in 2010. And their year end list, which is the last time Tarano made an appearance in that oh. list, was in 2010 with that cigar. The Exodus 59 Gold that Mike Two is smoking uh, was the number five cigar in 2006. Ah. So a lot of uh, a lot of history a in those history. two blends right there. History. That's a that's a five country blend you're smoking. That's the one Mike One is smoking is a uh, Brazilian um, Arapiraca wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler. It's got a lot of uh, a lot of the things people are loving about the Amazon Basin series. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. It's in that cigar right there. Oh, it's really good. So
2: far, so good. I'm a quarter inch into it, taste. Liking.
3: and but and you're not smoking. I am smoking the Casa Torano, which I tend to uh, our Connecticut blend, which I tend to smoke pretty much all day long. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's like your go-to as you jump in and out of shops. Dude, if I was
3: paying for these cigars, we'd be
2: or net we're, we're losing money. Yeah, we're losing money. <laughs> 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 All right, so this is this is obviously more of an origin story, right? So we kind of want to know people of the cigar industry, or this is the origin series, and we want to know more as to what you did prior to and how you kind of got
3: into the tobacco industry. Okay, well, with my family, cigars have been a part of my life. Right. Um, so my dad uh, passed away when I was 13 years old, 1974, or if he would have lived into my Early twenties, I would have probably been. This would have been my calling my entire life. Right. But um, after high school and after a little bit of college, uh, I went to work with my grandfather out of a little uh, warehouse in uh, on A Street in Miami, selling leaf tobacco. And okay. uh, we sold leaf tobacco to all the the local rollers. Uh, and he had a really nice business. It was called uh, Lopez Leaf Tobacco. So I did that for about five years, um, like year three or four. My my grandfather passed away. He was ninety-one years old. So I took over the business and knew very little. bit knew very little about it. Right. But so <laughs> about a year later, it was like this isn't working. And and again, it was the eighties. You could you 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 couldn't give away cigars in the eighties. Everybody right. was struggling in the eighties. So I decided to get out of that uh, business back then and. Uh, and then the boom hit, and uh, I was doing music for TV and radio commercials in Chicago. Really? Yeah. So wow. uh, we worked on a lot of great campaigns. Like uh, jingles
1: and things. Jingles. Like
3: did the Real Men of Genius campaign. Oh. We did uh, a lot of the Super Bowl Bud Light commercials you saw. We did music for that, um, and I got to sing on a lot of commercials. I sang. Really? On, wow. I sang on a Captain Crunch, of Velveeta Cheese. I, I, the residuals from those commercials were insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Insane. And, you know, you're you'd go to the mail, and all of a sudden there'd be thirty checks in there, and they could be anywhere from six dollars to six thousand dollars. But wow. it was just a it, it's it was a great time to be in that industry, and and in about two thousand and seven, that started drying up a little bit because if you listen to and watch TV and and ra- listen to radio now, it's all licensed music. Once, right. once bands stopped selling CDs for the most part, right, and all the streaming was interfering with their their income. It was no longer uh, considered selling out to sell out to commercials, <laughs> and uh, so now every commercial you see is somebody's hit song from right. the seventies, eighties, nineties. You know, and
1: no original music anymore. No original music. Yeah.
3: So that kind of, you know, we went from billing a few million dollars a year to three hundred thousand. So, the studio's still there. My brother's doing really well. He's actually uh, now in a band with Daryl Jones, a bass player for the Rolling Stones. Oh, wow. And he'll be, uh, the, they, have a, they have a concert in Chicago March 9th, so I'll be over there watching my brother That's on stage cool. for the first time in a long time. Then, about 2010, uh, I'm in Miami and my cousin Carlos said, you know, uh, at that time, CAO had the distributorship of Teranio. And he's, he said, you know, keep in touch because we're going to take it back from CAO. And we're gonna we're gonna continue to run things here in Miami. So stay in touch. And six months later, about that, I was uh, <laughs> living in my. I didn't I didn't think I'd ever leave Chicago. I was living in Miami and, and working for the family. And and um, truly, that's when you know that's when the passion that must be bred into me came right. out. Like it, in the eighties, it was a struggle. But it was too much work. Too much work. Yeah. You know, it wasn't well, really dealing leaves. with cigars. Yeah. I was selling leaves. Right. You know, wasn't wasn't that interesting? And um, and the passion really came out quickly, and uh, and and truly, I just I can't think of doing anything else.
2: All right, so then at around uh, 2011, you became marketing. You were
1: marketing mm-hmm. customer relations. Yes, for Tarano cigars. So that was kind of your first jump off into actual cigars, not just
2: selling
3: leaves. Right? Absolutely, that was uh, that was my first foray into uh into uh into selling cigars and and as i i got more acclimated with that role you know i'd, I'd done i'd worked a little bit in advertising and done a little thing so i was able to bring some of those things to the table and i was involved in in blending but not not by any means a master blender i mean right. my, my involvement in blending is letting the guys at the factory telling them you know our portfolio is missing this this strength flavor this drink uh, or this flavor profile, this type of cigar, and by the time we get to the factory they've made, you know, ten cigars, Right. and it's basically picking and choosing. Um, to, uh, to promotions, to market development, uh, you know, everything that, that, that had to do with, uh, with selling cigars.
2: So what was the coolest thing that you did back then when you were doing marketing?
3: I don't know. We, we I came on board during a, a wine fridge promotion that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? We had a real good time. <laughs> and uh, we, we bottled our own Taranio wine, at a, oh, wow an, an antebellum wine, out of a place in somewhere, Tennessee. No shit. Yeah, and uh, we made about 50 cases of this stuff. And then after we got it in, we realized, shit, we can't send this to a lot of states. It's illegal to send oh, this to yeah. a lot of states. So some of the wine fridge... Some of these stores that had signed up to give away this wine, we had no way of getting it to them. Oh, so, man. unfortunately, we were stuck with about ten cases of it. You know, and
1: was it good? Did it taste it was good? real good? Was it really good?
3: Yeah, it was uh, aged in whiskey barrels. It had a oh, real wow. nice, nice taste to it, and. They're all gone. I was
2: going to ask, yeah, are, are the there any, of any any left Any hanging no, around
3: There's people that tell me, hey, you know, I still have a bottle of that. You know, you can give it to me if you want. All right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if you're
1: listening, you have a bottle of Tarano wine.
3: <laughs> we are looking for a <laughs> bottle of Tarano wine. <laughs> so the wine coolers, so like you actually like gave them fridges? We, we gave them, yeah, yeah. We had, you know, mini wine fridges, branded Taranio wine oh, fridges. Shit. You know, we did, we picked 50 accounts across the country and we ran this promotion for a month. <laughs> And then, um, aside from that, probably the, the next one is the Miami Heat promo we ran in their heyday with LeBron, and and we did a, a promo where you sat. if you won this thing, you were going to sit courtside on the court with Charlie. Unfortunately, not with me. Right, I, I got to take them to dinner, but they actually <laughs> sat courtside uh. with Charlie Tarano and uh, and we worked it out with one of the we were working with one of the one of the brokers that sold tickets in Miami. And uh, they hooked us up with these tickets, and it was an exchange thing. I mean, those tickets were going for like five grand a no, piece bet, or something. Yeah. But, but we worked out a deal, and that that was a lot of fun. Uh, the guys that won that were very excited. so. Who won it? Some some cop. Really? Yeah, some cop from somewhere. So you know, we flew him in. We had dinner with him. We. Uh, we did everything and then we turned them over to Charlie, who got the sick courtside. You know, we were the fluffers. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my cousin Carlos Gaca were the fluffers. <laughs> that is awesome, man.
2: I mean, I've never done anything like that. I may like, you know, I, I obviously have the Bucks tickets, so I'll take somebody to the Bucks game, but it's not like a contest or anything. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's an idea. Yeah. I'll have to have, call up Charlie and have him take them. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: Charlie,
1: Charlie, get these guys I'm taking to dinner. Can you take them to the
0: game?
1: <laughs> All right, so
2: somewhere along the lines, around 2013, 2014, um, you leave Tarano Cigars and you join Duran Cigars. Well,
3: I leave Tarano Cigars is a funny way to put it. Okay. My cousin Charlie sells um, Tarano to uh, to General Cigar. Right. And uh, we find out September eleventh, nine eleven of twenty fourteen. Uh, that was our own, our own little nine eleven. Not, not to diminish the real nine eleven, but that was you know our own. You know, Charlie. It's not a good date. Andrew. No, no, not a good date. We were, we were actually uh, me and my cousin. We, we had kind of seen a little bit of the writing on the wall with some of the things that were going on that were mm-hmm. odd. And, um, and we thought one of the ideas was you know Charlie might be selling. But we always imagined if Charlie sold the company, whoever bought it would surely need us. Right. The company's called Tarano right, Family Cigars. Right. You, know, you need it, a
1: Tarano in there. You the need company. a Taranio
3: in there. So, you know, the double whammy was that morning, Charlie telling us, you know, boys, as uh, the news isn't good. As of yesterday, I sold the company to General, To, They don't want you guys. So it was... It was so, a,
2: like, you had a job on Tuesday.
3: Thursday. <laughs> you had <laughs> Thursday. a job on Thursday. Yeah.
2: And then you lost the job. Everything was On gone. Friday, out he's drinking you. the
1: last bottle of Toronto wine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah literally, literally, an hour after Charlie made that announcement, the, uh, the 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 people from General were in the building, right. inventorying <laughs> everything. So it was upstairs was, waiting. Was, was Charlie, quite, was like, Charlie said,
1: "Document till five. I mean, five. everything.
3: You know, you expected something, and we Charlie and I laugh about it now because I got a great relationship with Charlie. But but at some point, you expected right to hear good news. But everything that came out of his mouth was Just worse than the last thing. Okay, you know. that's a good introduction. How much yeah, time they don't do I want have? Any of you guys. Well, they don't in want, the elevator. Yeah, they oh. don't want any of you guys. They don't want any of the sales guys. Okay, they're going to be here in an hour. <laughs> 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 We're
1: painting your
0: parking anyway, space. Right anyway, now.
3: you guys could help them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Car- oh, carrying sure, boxes for sure. them as you're carrying yours out. <laughs> so know, it the was hell.
3: a rough, rough week and a half. And
1: <laughs> it's your last job. Can you move the furniture around for the guys? They like it.
3: So how do you find your way to the rent? So, um, actually, Miguel found his way to Duran. Okay. You know, we, we had a really good team. We had Miguel Shodel, We had Brian McGee in Texas. We had... Um, Bigfoot. Armando Lapito in Florida. Bigfoot in Texas. And so, the, the our reps were the type of reps that are in demand. Right. I mean, Armando was out of a job for about five minutes. Right. You know, Brian McGee it was just a matter of picking him and miguel were just a matter of who they, where they wanted to go so right. everybody was was offered jobs and then you know actually the sad news is i was the last it took three weeks in total it felt like three years to me right Oh, I bet, uh, yeah, yeah that you know these guys up hey miguel's taking this job armando's <laughs> yeah. taking this job my cousin carlos <laughs> yaka i'm any going any to work for Kirkka, my ring. you know any and, any, and i'm looking at my phone and it's not ringing and, and charlie would tell me don't worry jack your phone's gonna ring, and I, I, <laughs> I just wanted to hit him with my phone, you know, and uh, and it was Miguel, 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 uh, Miguel said, you know what, I, I'm gonna take this Duran job, and I think there's room for you there. I think we could do some good things with this brand, and we've known Roberto for years, right? And um, and uh, and I talked to Roberto, and Roberto said, you know, come in on a Friday. Like three weeks after trying. I'm still shell-shocked. I mean, the, the, the dust hasn't settled. Right. And uh, he says, come in and for on, on Friday, and mm-hmm. we'll talk and see what, what we have for you. So I tell my wife, you know, I'm going to go in and interview. I, I, I didn't really have a lot of expectations. And in my mind, I already had locked and loaded to whatever he said to me to say, Roberto, let me take the weekend to think about it. Talk to my wife. I want her to be a part of this decision. And uh, I'll come back uh, Monday, mm-hmm. and, and we'll decide. So... At the end of that meeting, Roberto makes me an amazing offer. Right. This amazing offer, and I unleash, well, Roberto, let me think about it, and uh, I'm going to talk to my wife, and I'll you know, I'll get back to you on Monday, and then I go home, and I tell my wife what Roberto has offered me, and she says, like, call him right fucking now. <laughs> call him right now. We literally called Roberto, and I said, Roberto, I don't need the weekend to think about it. You know, I'm good. I'm, I'm, good, I'm good. I just need, you know, I needed a week. I needed a week. I just my head was in the wrong place. Right. Give me a week, and I'll start on whatever it was. I think October thirteenth or something. And we left. I signed the papers with Roberto, and we went and bought a car. Right.
0: (laughs) It it had nothing
3: to do with what Roberto paid me. You know, Charlie did take care of us. Right. Well, the fact of
2: the matter is that you're now employed instead. And now I'm I'm employed. employed. Right. Employed again.
3: So, uh, so, so that that began the Duran. the duran run the duran run and uh and it was tough i mean if i had to if i had to qualify i went from now being a marketing and public relations guy and 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 you know getting to work at the factory and doing all the really cool things to being a salesman right and if i had to list all the things that i enjoy in the cigar industry at the very bottom of that list would be sales. sales right you know having to come in here and 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 convince you to bring in a product that, unfortunately, you really don't need. Right. You know, it, it wasn't easy. It was a very hard road, and and it was uh, you know you know it was tough. Um, it, it was a tough way to go. So you handled just the sales in the state of Florida. I handled sales. I did. I did. You know the uh, our our um, graphics designer Umberto Arias that worked with Toranio was already working with Duran. Okay. So. I also started working on marketing, and it was funny because I signed the contract with Roberto, and the name of the company is Roberto P. Duran Premium Cigars, and the first thing I said to Roberto is, okay, now we need to change the name of the company, and he looked at me like I was insane, you know, (laughs) and I said, no, this is a famous boxer. We're not calling it Yeah, this is a famous boxer. Right. You have it there. Just Duran Cigars. Duran Cigars is a way to go. Right. No, 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 I can't change the name of the company. I can't change the name of the company. I got... Roberto, we're going to be, you know, identified with a boxer, a legendary boxer, right? Everywhere we go to this day. I was two weeks ago. I was at a place. Hey, what was it like working with the fighter? <laughs> I'm like I yeah, I never did. I, it was there's people that still think that. So and, totally um, different, Roberto Duran. So it was kind of funny because you know Miguel is like, well, you know. We tried and, and this and that. And about six months later, I wake up to an email from Roberto. You know, we're changing the name of the company to Brand Cigars. So it took, lot, idea. took about six months. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, we got it done.
2: I mean, that's got to be difficult, too, to to have a company and have somebody that you just sign on give you an opinion about what your name is for a brand. You know, I could see it taking a little bit of time to have that come-to-Jesus moment oh, yeah, where yeah, you kind of yeah. change yeah. over. yeah. So you know, hey, if it if it took him six months, that's kind of kudos in my opinion. Well, you know,
3: well, we had some funny moments. I did an event in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. And uh, as I drive up to this event, I'm by myself. You know, Roberto's not with me. But as I I drive, they have an A-frame in front of this store, and it says tonight, four to six p.m. Roberto Duran.
0: And I went, <laughs> oh no. Sure
3: enough, dude, they opened the doors of that place, and thirty guys. Come in, and I'm like, "Oh, this isn't gonna be good." <laughs> they were all expecting to meet Roberto R- Duran, the R- fighter. R- they, were, R- they brought boxing gloves, and
0: oh, oh, you know, it ended up being my. it ended up
3: being it. But that that's the kind of stuff I was dealing with, and I, you know, I should I'd have started her,
1: signing stuff. Go, I just look smaller <laughs> on TV. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, uh so yeah, is this one of those that, awkward pauses that we were talking about? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I
0: think we're is doing right. pretty good. This is right.
2: You know, just uh, yeah. I think that you took him off base when you uh, chimed in. Because you're going to say right. something else. But um, that's okay. I'm sorry. It's all right. We're moving on. We're moving forward. Moving
1: forward. So moving then, on. Okay, Mikey, so, too, with a foul. Need the applause again?
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> leave,
3: the, leave that fucking thing alone. So that is the actual studio audience. I don't know what the hell you're talking
2: about. Live in front of a studio audience. So, you, how long are you at Duran? Nineteen months. 19 months. 19 months. A little less than two years.
3: And, and, you know, the thing was that, you know, listen, it it was no secret to anybody that my heart was with Taranio Cigars. My heart is with the heritage of my family. So, um, you know, once the dust settled, once I started working the Duran, I still remained um, in contact with General Cigar. Okay. You know, whether it be via email or whether running into people or some of the reps or, you know, I always made it clear to them, (laughs) that <laughs> listen this is where I want to be right this is where my heart is and eventually you're going to need somebody to go out with the name and promote this and you know I can do this right the day you give me a shot I can do this well with 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 um the president at the time of general I got nowhere right you know I, I, and not nowhere because I I did get a couple of meetings I met with a VP I met with and then it was you know I it would it was a roller coaster ride you know, I'd come home and tell my wife, "Dude, the interview went great. I talked to the VP, and I think they're going to hire me. I think this is going to be this is it. This is it." And right. it would drop. Nothing. And then my wife would see me rise again on another. When I would meet them somewhere else, and it would die again. So um, actually, I was up. I was up here when 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 it finally uh, came to fruition. Nineteen months later, um, I, I had seen, I had met them all, and the new president at SeaFest in pennsylvania the month before and uh you know ricky rodriguez michael giannini those guys were instrumental in getting me hired right and they were kind of coaching me along the way on what to say what to do and um just to kind of
2: better clarify for people who ricky rodriguez is rick
3: rodriguez is a brand master blender brand ambassador for cao right uh michael giannini at the time was la gloria cubana and foundry okay um Sorry about that. No, you're good. I just, you know, I want yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's my job to so make your sure job. that you know. Mikey won.
2: You, you Mikey <laughs> one's job is to make sure that, that you,
3: what you say is fully clarified so, for the audience.
1: I was just over here nodding like I do exactly yeah. the right
3: way. Good job. So we're, we're, it's funny because where where I got nowhere with with the old uh, president of General, the bottom line is I really didn't get anywhere with him. Right. Five minutes after meeting Regis, the new president, I'm in the Tarano booth at CFest, and oh, I, I meet should. him for the first time. And we talked for about five minutes. And uh, I looked up, and they, they had the big Taranio crest that said Taranio Family Cigars. And I said, Regis, I love what you guys are doing with the brand. I said, but you're missing one thing. And he goes, what's that? And I said, me. <laughs> I said, you need me. He goes, and Regis goes, you, you'd you want to come back? And I said, clearly you haven't. You haven't, the, the running joke is that it's i call every week you know um (laughs) clearly you haven't you haven't heard this and we we laughed about it and i found out later that as i turned around and left the booth he turned to the other people he said so we're hiring jack (laughs) terrania so it it just
1: makes sense i mean the guy with the name
2: that's what i kept telling him Yeah. (laughs) yeah no it definitely does
3: make sense yeah
2: so you're firing
1: been Ronald McDonald from McDonald's and going. Uh, so you've been with science. them
2: since since 2016,
3: right? I've been with them since uh, June of 2016. Yeah.
2: Okay, and um, what do you got new that's coming out? What are you excited about?
3: Well, we we you know we we th- the issues that we had to d- and at the time they had already repackaged the vault. They they had redesigned these. Uh, the vault lineup, the blue, the green, the yellow, the purple, They, the four unique blends, the the amazing price point, the great margins to mm-hmm. retailers. Because the, the the thing was that we needed a cigar to get us back in the good graces of not only consumers, but retailers. Because a lot of retailers, listen, that's... Taranio gave... A, a, the relationship that you guys have is with the rep 90% of the time. Right, exactly. And when the rep is wronged, the brand takes a hit. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you you screwed over my good buddy here. Right. I'm never carrying your brand again. Right. You know, it happened to Villager, with the Villa girls. You right. know, it, it's and true. it was it's a rough road back. And in in 2008, all the reps of Tarranial were let go in December and um the brand was given to CAO for distribution. Right. Then we take it back, we build it back up to a level where Generals interested. And all the reps are fired again. A right. lot of them fired for the second time. Right. A lot of them fired for the second time while they are on the road.
2: Yeah, that's never good. So the
3: backlash came to the brand. And, you know, listen, I'm traveling around trying to sell Duran and walking into stores and seeing Tarano in bargain bins. Right. So it was a tough road to get back in everybody's good graces. So mm-hmm. we had to create a good a cigar with a good margin for the retailer and, in turn, a good price point. What does that mean? Very little money for, for right. general. It's just to get the name back out there with quality cigars. And, uh, you know, that brand is still alive and kicking. The, the, the vault lineup is still doing very well. And then what we're going to do this year is we've redesigned nothing as drastic as the vault lineup. Uh, just basically logo changes and maybe a secondary band of the cigars you guys are smoking and right. I'm smoking, the legacy brands. I mean that that was Tarano's bread and butter for a year, the fifty year, the fifty nine, the Cameroon nineteen sixteen, which I don't have with me right now, and the uh, and the Casa Tarano, so we will be re releasing those this year. Um, so all I, those
2: blends are predicate date, right? Or whatever. All those blends
3: all those blends are predicate. Uh, all those those blends have a uh, great price point, and and we are following up with that with price protecting them online. Right. Because that that was one of the mi- big things. They weren't price protected, and and they were being sold very cheaply. But they will now be price protected with brick and mortar in in, in mind. It's not it's not going to be that internet. You know, hey, seventy dollars a box. You right. Know. You know, unfortunately, but it's it it's 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 the cigars that kind of put Torano on the map. Right. So. And I then hopefully, hopefully, um, we'll have some sort of collaboration coming up soon. Ooh, a collaboration. Ooh. Yeah. We have, a, we have, uh, we, we have some stuff in the works. With <laughs> who? Is it but the you same person?
1: With? Everybody's collaborating with
3: them? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Listen, mm. I, I, I love AJ, and if it ends up being AJ, um, but, you know, a lot of people, what, what a lot of people don't know in this industry, and the funny thing is a lot, the general didn't know it a lot, was that Benji Menendez mm-hmm. is my cousin.
0: Yeah. Benji's uh, our cousin. So
3: that might be a cool twist. And who is Benji? to 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 bring Benji's a legend from Particus. Right. So Ben <laughs> Benji's a legend in this industry and and he worked for General for years and years and years. As oddly enough, my dad worked for General in the 60s, my two step brothers worked for General and so there's this oh, long a long line of Taranios that of have worked for the Coleman's before and then, you know, and now me. But, uh, yeah, everybody likes to joke that I'm the last Torano standing. But
2: <laughs> last <Turanio. laughs> the last Torano standing. Yes, standing.
3: So, so we're looking at that possibility. There's a couple of more maybe interesting twists. But, again, Torano has to continue on that trajectory upward. Right. So you know.
2: if you could pick anybody to work with. It would be with. you, baby. Now, I, I, don't <laughs> own, I don't own a factory, oh. you know.
3: But, but you know a guy.
2: I do know a guy. You know a guy. I do know a guy <laughs> <laughs> who's pretty good at, at what he does. If he so wasn't maxed out. he wasn't maxed
3: out. <laughs> you know again.
2: it He wasn't past production levels every fucking year. Right? Yeah,
3: but we're hoping he gets a bigger place.
2: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna let that fucking, yeah, I'm going to let that die then where it is and uh, leave it at that. And yes, we are all hoping that he gets a bigger place, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, we have a couple of questions that we like to ask. And since you've never listened to the podcast. We're taking, we
3: taking questions from the studio audience? No, 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 no. no. We, <laughs> had it, you know, we have three
2: questions that we like to ask everybody that comes on the show. See, and if you'd have listened, you'd be ahead of the curve, you know. For some Can people, we had that, that
1: going for us. Nobody listens before <laughs> that. you like,
2: "Oh wait, shit!" So, the good part is that it goes. That sometimes these questions, obviously, you may have said them somewhere else because you you are on every single fucking podcast and review site, you know, known to man. You do a great job of that. Thank you. Um, so. You know, you might be able to answer some of these questions effortlo- effortlessly. Effortlessly.
1: Effortless. Now I, can, now I can't say it either. So, uh, Mike number two. Okay, here you we go. You, uh, you ready? First question. What one person, living or dead, would you like to have a cigar with?
3: Uh, actually, that I have answered that before, and it's always been the same. My father. <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd say yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be my father, because if, if, you know, again, he passed away when I was 13 Very years young, old. I right? and, and kind of cigars left my side of the family at that time, but... I think if my dad could see where I am now he'd be so proud so having a cigar with him would be oh, really that's cool. great right then so, I'm gonna cry
0: <laughs> All
2: right? bring it back together now so <laughs> your your grandfather he was your dad's dad my mom's dad your mom's dad my so. mom's dad
3: oh. uh, andres lopez man the legend uh, and and like a best friend of uh, Ernie Carrillo and Ernie's dad no shit and they used to come and buy leaf tobacco from us
2: it's so crazy because it's like everybody thinks the cigar industry is so big and it kind of ties back into the whole fucking over sales rep shit mm-hmm. um, but like it really is super super small yes and you know it only all you yeah. gotta do is screw over one person and it, it, it's like a domino effect and your, n- and your name is shit in this right. industry exactly yeah. Yeah. so true next
1: okay second question best piece of advice anyone ever gave you
3: i don't think that's happened yet (laughs) the best piece of advice i've ever heard and and it and it didn't happen to me till i was 50 years old you know is is find something you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life and and i've truly found what i love to do and uh and uh and i don't consider this work at all (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and if you watch me today, it doesn't even look like work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's why we love it when you come up because we we stop working as well. <laughs> yeah, you know.
1: All right, uh, final question: What's your favorite cigar?
3: My favorite cigar is the Casa Torrano that I am smoking right now, the Connecticut. Excellent answer. Now, what's your favorite cigar that's not yours? That 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 changes. <laughs> okay, currently that changes. You're I not mean, listen, me off the hook. listen. Currently, that's not ours. Would probably be that H. Upman uh by aj fernandez okay uh it's not even a general product but on the general side it would be the punch Gran puro nicaragua mm-hmm. i smoke a lot of those too and i've been favoring a lot of aj's blends lately um you know the lamista that he did for us phenomenal the time flies that he did for us really really good and and uh you know, but again, uh, there's a rotation, and if you're, you know, there was a time where Postani was my favorite cigar, <laughs> and, and you guys, you guys know that. So, if that's what you were trying to get out of me, no, not at all. <laughs> you Shameless <laughs> you know, plug.
0: <laughs> we, I <laughs> and I still
3: br- tell people, all I that, never all the bring time. up
2: our stuff ever. No, no, you, no never. Not. Is that not true? Never. Because it's not. Oh, about, I just it's, did. It's though. not about let, the. Let me the tell you why this podcast started. Okay, I wanted to do something that wasn't about advertising for the person that's doing the interviews mm. right um and that's kind of how it came up and, and came into its own creation so it'll
1: never ever be something
2: uh, so
3: you'll never be on your own show
1: i mean well, that well, that, well, that could happen we're working on one where we might interview each other or right or i'll, t- t- I'll, I'll tune into us. that right that, yeah. that's <laughs> that's the <laughs> one you know questions and stuff like that that could very well
2: occur but you yeah. know i didn't i didn't I've been on stuff where I have felt that it's like okay this is a big fucking advertisement for you and you really don't give two shits about what I have to say yeah. so I care about what other people have to say and I think that there are a lot of great stories in this industry not only from cigar makers and manufacturers but reps brokers and how they all got absolutely right and and none of them have a story none of them have a platform to tell their story
3: well listen and and that is i see a lot of guys that whether it be the florida cigar club or whether it be cigar obsession or whether it be these facebook pages and these things all these manufacturers do is plug their crap and put ads and put ratings and put you'll never see me do that you know i want to interact with with people in these groups right but on a more of a personal level right. not hey smoke my cigars
2: right cuz that makes more sense to be to actually care about an individual yeah. in you area. know one of the
3: guys uh, don smith in tyler texas biggest toronto fan there is out there i was just with him a couple weeks ago i gave him like 15 cigars that had nothing to do with general or me just cigars that i had in my travel humidor that right, people are always giving around. me right. right and they're cigars that i like so they've stayed in my rotation and i said look you got to try this he's been posting them all week and I, and I told him, I said, Don, as much as you love Taranio, I don't only smoke Taranio. Right. You know, the, the worst thing that you can have is when you're doing an event is that guy to walk in and say, hey, I only, you know, you try to tell him, listen, we're running a specials on Taranio or whatever the hell you're promoting. And the guy tells you, I only smoke Padron or I only smoke Fuente. Listen, dude, I never want you to walk into a store and say you only smoke Taranio. Right. Because right. I don't. There's, there's too, gr- too there's many out there. That, that humidor is full of great cigars. Right. Try yeah. them. Right. Expand your palate. You know, the, if this industry does well, we all do well. And, and I, sure. want, I want everybody to thrive.
2: Oh, that's very admirable of you. That'd be man. You're, you're a sweet, sweet man. No, but I'm not letting him off the hook. Actually, know. so wait a second. Before we even go,
1: to the, to before Has we go this it's been half step, an hour? Uh, it's been over a half hour. Yeah. Already.
2: So, so, first of all, what a wonderful show. Let me ask you, let me <laughs> ask you a question. I, want, I was thinking about adding a fourth question.
0: Oh.
3: So I want to I want to <laughs> ask you this question. It did not come up in the production. no I meeting. haven't dude I've yeah, been dying for the, the past week. Don't you need week. to run the ship by each other? Yeah no yeah, usually I do. Usually I do, but it's been it's
2: been a rough week. He's, he's going he's gone like, rogue.
0: Like the, like the applause. Well <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I did have the applause. Today, <laughs> he, yeah, he did kind
2: of incorporate <laughs> some <laughs> fucking applause. The studio <laughs> audience. The studio audience. I have
3: bickering hosts in front of me.
2: So let me ask you instead of instead of you know who who would you rather smoke a cigar with living or dead? What fictional character? Would you want to smoke a cigar with? And oh, it could be I, I kind of like that. Comic book, movie, story—any person that you've seen that you're like, "Wow, that'd be a bad person <laughs> to fucking smoke with."
3: Bill the Butcher from Gangs of New York. There you go. <laughs> that is a one great my, answer. One of my favorite characters in all movies. So was, there you was, go. Was uh, Daniel Day-Lewis's? That was a fantastic. Oh my movie. god! But that—that that, I just couldn't get enough of that character. It was. The way he played that role was for phenomenal. Sure. I think I think he'd probably kill me at the end of that cigar, but uh, maybe. But yeah, unless he could yeah. use you for something. Uh, yeah, and I would definitely <laughs> convince him that he could. He'd <laughs> provide more cigars. <laughs> so,
2: what do you think? That's a pretty good question. I write it down. i write it down. down. <laughs> write <you>
3: down. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. It's, it's been I accepted. Write that down.
1: <laughs> we all voted. All vote. Okay. <laughs> <back>. <laughs>
2: so, um, so hey, dude, you you know you're obviously a great friend to me. You know. We I appreciate that. We've known I, you for a few I years. I in love with
3: you guys the day I walked in the door here. And, we and so you guys threw me that. out. I felt felt great that <laughs> day. <laughs> we did not throw you out. <laughs> you did.
2: That's a fucking lie. You didn't. And you know, but you've always had our back and it's it is kind of funny to hear stories about shit that's going on and and our name gets involved and you know what's true and what's yes. not true. So <laughs> I got a I got a big kick out of that for sure. And um dude, you know, we hope to have you back on here again.
3: If, uh, uh, on that on that note, we'd like to have you down in Miami on Fuck That Guy. Oh, I would love to, you, be, part of to be on that Fuck guy. That Guy, guy, because you you are you are the atypical person that would have a great time on that. Oh
2: man, I, you know, I, unfortunately,
3: I, we can never go live with that show. Right No, but, I would never but, be. That wouldn't <laughs> be good. We could go on the road, but I mean, just, I, I, but
2: it. you know, you being there in person is just as bad as being live. I mean, you're <laughs> fucking, you document it and go back and so say, you're not gonna believe the shit that I heard. <laughs> Right, exactly. You know it's true. That's why you're laughing. Don't, tell anybody.
3: <laughs> right. Don't tell anybody. All right. Check this
2: out. Don't say a word
3: to anybody. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Let me get. Let me get a pen. Let me get a pen. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
1: you want to <laughs> tell people I get a hold of you, Jack? Yes. Email. How to get a hold of me. Yeah. yeah. Email, Instagram, you know, Facebook. You
3: know, I, I, am I'm, I'm a little more active now on Instagram, uh, Twitter. I don't do much on, but my Facebook page is where I answer the most questions. Right. So, um, Jack Taran- Jack Tarano. Taranio. Does it say Tarano on the Facebook page? I think it does. Thank you, but on my Facebook page uh, is, is the best way, whether it be a message or just post something on my page. I, I usually get back to you within five minutes. Awesome. So, uh, Excellent. So, that, that is the easiest so way. So, like, if I messaged you
2: 4 a.m. on a Tuesday...
3: It's, you'd get an answer at 6.38. <laughs> 6.38. That's when my alarm goes. Well, I don't, my alarm doesn't go off. We just naturally. Yeah, just kind of get up. Kind of get up at that time. And, and and I go have a cup of coffee and and, uh, a- Facebook and answer messages and Facebook messages. Starts his day. <laughs> And you'd be surprised how many people in the middle of the night are sending me messages. Oh, yeah. No, I, I <laughs> yeah. hear you. That was like one it's of those. It's nice the that a lot of guys think of me in the middle of the night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a horrible <laughs> habit for me to break because I'd pick up the phone and respond. Really? Oh my God, man! So I just had to push the phone, make sure that the phone's further away from me, so that it's completely out of reach, so that well, I,
3: I had to, I had to, I had to silence my phone. So my phone is on private, right? Ten o'clock to six thirty. No shit. My, it, it. I wake up sometimes, and I have a bunch of text messages. Right. I won't hear them in the middle of the night, but, but yep. I had to cut that deal with my wife because the phone kept going off in the middle of the night. Right. And she's not a happy camper when that phone goes off at two in the morning. <laughs> no. I'm sure she isn't. She's a petite woman but she will get quite ornery, quite ornery. At time. <laughs> she was ready to kick ass in the movie theater last night.
2: You know what? That was a good that was a good part too. Would you mind telling that story? <laughs> Come on, that's a great story.
3: So so me and my wife have, have become members and don't of
2: play it down. you got to say the whole fucking okay, story. So,
3: so we've become members of this movie pass. I don't know if you guys have heard of movie pass. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. like $10 a month, and you can go to a, basically a movie a day. No blackout day. So we decided we'd go to one week. She'd pick a movie the next week. I'd pick a movie when I'm in town, and there's no veto power. Got to go to that movie. Mm-hmm. So it's worked out the first three weeks. Last night, we tried to get into Black Panther. We couldn't get in. At, at, at just the show that we we selected, the time that fit us was sold out. So we're like, "Wow, fuck!" So we pick the fifteen seventeen to Paris, right. which I've heard sucks. But hell, we had to pick a movie.
1: Oh, that that's the one where they use the actual people, the actual
3: people. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and they shouldn't have. <laughs> at least by the first fifteen minutes that I got to uh. see, they shouldn't have. And we go walk into the theater. We get our tickets. Walking into the theater, the theater is ours. And there's no one else in this theater. And um, we go through the 20 minutes of credits, and you know we're having our popcorn and shooting the shit, and the movie's about to start. Just now, now, mind you, we are the only two people in this massive movie theater. And just as the movie's about to start, this other couple walks in, and they sit one seat away from me. And I look awesome. at her, and I smile, and I'm like, <laughs> "You have an entire theater. That's go right. sit somewhere else. Right, somewhere else." And you know, and they got their, <laughs> they got their back. But okay, they they're not bothering me. They're not talking or anything. Fifteen minutes into the movie, a couple walks in and sits directly behind us. I look at my wife again and, all right, we go to settle down and watch a movie. Now they're talking like they're in their living room. Uh. So a minute or two (laughs) into this, I turned around and I said, guys, really? You know, can can you hold it down? This is the movie, not the credits. This is the actual movie. It has started. The guy says, uh, tells me to turn around. I said, no, I'm not going to turn around. You know, this isn't your living room. This theater is empty. If you want to talk to your wife or your girlfriend or whoever this is, you could sit up there and talk to her and we won't even know it. The girlfriend or the wife, I think she identified herself as a wife later, told me that it's a free country. You know what, dude? This is a free country. And I said, It is, but this isn't a free movie theater. And I paid <laughs> and I don't want to hear you fucking talking anymore. So the guy, again, all the guy could say was, sit, You know, turn around turn around so I didn't turn around I stood up and got in his face See, and you're basically an
1: impressive man. You know? yeah. that's, that's <laughs> I
0: basically
3: yeah. called him out <laughs> like in the 50s we're gonna duke this out right now you <laughs> fucking asshole you know you know you guys wanted to take this to another level it starts getting ugly right. and she's insulting me that is insulting me and the girl you know and usually my wife is like what the hell are you doing and she's Sit like down. now I got these two people and my wife yelling at me But the girl said something uh, to my wife, like, you better calm your man down or something like that. And my wife said, I would if you guys would shut the fuck up. (laughs) I was like, yes, Sessie's on my side. And uh, so I said, listen, two things are going to happen. Either I'm going to go get the manager and have your ass thrown out of here, or uh, I'm going to kick your ass. And... uh, I said, you sit right there. I'm going to go get the manager. So, this is like a 20 year old kid that I go get. And I said, You're the manager? He says, Yes, sir. I'm the manager.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I said, Well, look, manager. now, I'm,
3: I mean, my blood pressure's up. I'm, I'm like, I said, This is what's going on. I tell him the whole story. He goes, All right, come with me. So, we walk into the theater. My wife has left already. You know, as I'm in the theater, my, I get a text message from my wife. I'm at Old Navy shopping. <laughs> so, the movie's over. I mean, we've missed 10, right. 15 minutes of it now. And the first, believe me, the first 15 minutes were horrific. So I didn't care. And I said, uh, and the, I see the kid go up to him, say something to him, and they nod. And he comes back and he says, "They said they're going to be quiet." <laughs> I said, "I said, are you out of your fucking mind?" I said, "You think me and my wife are going to go back and sit in front of them? What if they start talking? It, if they start talking, it's not the, it's just a matter of punches flying. Right. It's not a matter right. of me going back to get you." Right. He goes, "Well, sir, I, I'm sorry, I can't throw them out for talking." I said, what are you talking about? That's the whole... It's the, the whole
1: idea of the movie. The whole right. idea of the, the movie is silence Silence
3: your phone and shut the fuck up. It <laughs> says another thing. <laughs> right. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I could give you a few passes. And so the kid, I'm, you know, I'm a member of movie pass. I don't need these damn passes. But he gave me four passes to the movies and... That was it, and we left. And
1: it was
2: over, and, and then, believe
3: me, I went home, and I was, I sat in the backyard, and I was having a cigar, and I, it's six fifty. That movie's gonna, I was gonna go back, you know, <laughs> wait <laughs> for outside, and then I was like, I calmer heads prevailed. I was like, <laughs> all right, just let it go, let it go. But that, that was that was our, our excitement last night.
2: See, that's a good story. It's a good story, yeah. yes. and now it's on the podcast. <laughs> that's right for all to hear. <laughs>
1: Right, well, on the that note, is don't piss Jack off. Don't
3: yeah, sit yeah, behind me in just
2: a movie. Don't watch a the the goddamn movies.
3: movie. Yeah, that was just. So if we
1: go, with, go to the movies with Jack, we need to sit. <laughs> That's it. No, I'm gonna be like, hey, hey,
3: hey, see <laughs> that? Right. Look at that. I mean, oh, listen. I, honestly, 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 it escalated so quickly, and I probably overreacted a little bit, but it, they were pissing me off. Right. But dude, here's the here's the lesson here: if you walk into a movie, whether it be when the movie is starting, or whether it be fifteen minutes into the movie and there's two people in the goddamn theater. Go sit somewhere else. Right. Don't sit next to them. Yeah, no doubt. I wouldn't would. do that. No,
1: I wouldn't either
2: I'll tell you what I like to do is I when I go to the movies, I, you know, if I'm with somebody, I'll buy a big fucking popcorn. And stick your dick in it. No, 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 <laughs> I not, know that joke. No, that's no, oh. that's come on.
3: You do that on dick. No, so
2: what I'll do is and I'll have he them, does that at home. I'll have them hold the popcorn, right? And then, as since it's full, as soon as we sit down, I put my hand there, I go like this, <laughs> and I throw it everywhere, all over them. And then I just look at them like I'm like I don't know. <laughs> I, and it's a I standard move working. for me. I do it all the time. Well, I don't really go to the movies, but when I do, it's it's bad. Well, for at the least other you're person. working out. You're ready to fight. Yeah,
3: now. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're ready to fight. Of throw course, it out. I'm ready to throw it out. I mean, fuck it. As you long got as I that get Boston it, in you, you're ready to throw right. it. Right.
2: If I can get it out of the way before the previews end, then we're good. You
3: know. Somebody y- comes
2: out what happened he fell I don't know.
3: <laughs> a lot, yeah, my my pet peeve is that we we tend to get to the movie a little too early. Mm. So by the time the movie starts we're out of popcorn. Oh, right, yeah, that's never and, good. and and the problem is you have the popcorn so you you can't say let's let's hold on. Right to exactly. No, 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 you got to eat, eat it. You got to right? eat it. So lately we've been <laughs> you know maybe we should start showing up 15 minutes later. Well
2: you got to figure that you have a 20 minute window for the previews. Yeah. Right?
3: We live 2 minutes from the theater.
2: Right. So <laughs> you gotta leave when you know <laughs>
3: yeah, the ten
2: minutes started. after the showing has started. <laughs> um if you like what we're doing, please uh please tell your friends about us. Um, leave us some feedback. We always like to hear what the hell's going on and if if you're enjoying it or not. I've had a couple people come up to me this week and said that they really loved the, the show. So oh, that's that's great. That's really so appreciated. At least two
0: people are listening.
2: Uh, yeah, we're pro- we're up we're actually up a little bit higher now.
3: You know, Are you? we've had a, um uh,
1: we've got thirteen followers,
2: right?
3: Official. And okay. We've
1: had seven hundred and twenty something downloads. Hey. Well, as
3: soon as I get off of here, you're going to have fourteen. <laughs> 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 uh, boom!
1: Boom! We're done.
2: And uh, I think that, that that'll pretty much conclude today's uh, show. Is that uh, I Nope,
3: that's it. Mike All 1 right. and Mike 2, thank you for having me. Thank you for sticking around. <laughs> no, 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 Mr. Mr. He, hey, Taranya was Mr. my dad. <laughs> I'm the last Taranya standing.
2: The last Taranya. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right,
1: that's it. Goodbye. All right, gang, that's it. Show's over. Time to put out that cigar and get back to work. Ain't nobody going to do it for you. Everybody get hustling.